beginning of Act One. So much has happened. We haven't played for so so long. I'm just kidding. It's been it's been one week. Man, you guys did a lot in in Ima. You officially decided we like this this place enough <coughs> to invest real estate in it. Mm-hmm. You, uh, Some saw, of our money. So <laughs> a bunch of places. Rich. Solidified your alliance with Halabastus. Speaking of blanking poops, you all have a, a big badge wow. right now that can do three special things that mm-hmm. you, you all you know what they are, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. You... I'll say freed an abandoned <coughs> domicile from its new in- inhabitants and um, bought it and and one inside the city to talk with Gwe Blazia and he's and gave him some more cash and he's going to make that one a fine restaurante. He also talked with an Iron, Iron Hand company and said make this place look nice as well and threw more gold at that which only goes to prove throwing money at problems really does fix them. <laughs> we go see the crow just. Well, <laughs> 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 oh, shit, that's a lot go of money. <laughs> <laughs> you think money. that will make. Oh, that one. <laughs> we need so more, like. We have an empty house. Would you like to work for us? <laughs> oh my gosh, oh, I'm Speaking of which, you have, you have three young bucks that in a dough that are working for, for you now. Three uh, semi-street urchins. They do seem to have families in the uh, Grandpa Joe style of the buckets, I should sh- I should say, right? Isn't Charlie Bucket? Is that his name? Is that his name? Isn't that his name? In Charlie Bucket and Willy Wonka? Yep. Yeah. Yep. yep. Bucket-style okay. families. So they're all bucket-style <laughs> families. Right. Um, and I promised them uh, five sober a week and they can stay at your, your place and you're quite sure that Gwe is already using them to his advantage to get things nice and spit and sp- for his new joint. Kikwa is there with his family, which you learned uh, ooh, are a collection of skulls. Um, his wife and children that apparently have been dead for quite some time, and his goal in life appears to be, if you want to understand her properly, he wants to uh, get enough money to bring them bending back to life. Details don't need him. That's my that's my, my goal in life. And right now he's in the little chapel behind your or within your, your place outside there. And then you guys went. Well, that's enough depressing <clears throat> shit. We, we've spent gold. We've earned gold. We've made friends. We made friends by kicking them off of bridges, let's go to Norwin's place. And you did. Through a tree you go, and you see Norwin's home in southern Sermonea. First thing that you experienced, cold as shit, compared to up near the equator, where, where even though it was winter, it was brisk, but okay, down the water. Now you're in a dense forest where the snow is coming down, but much of it's collected up top, almost insulating the forest in some ways. The wind is not super sharp, but the temperature is truly... Down there. 20 degrees Fahrenheit ish. So quite cold. It is January, after all. It's 16th of Sunday, or 15th, I think, when you went there. No, 14th when you got to your place. Anyways, um, you hung out at Nolan's place. You saw he has a funky lock on his door and lots and lots of books in there. You all hung out, you slept, woke up the next day, and off you went. 
It was a day and a half uh, journey on Elkback. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A real interesting thing that happened were some wolves that were around, which Annie's dome um, sadly prevented Earth from having steak in the morning. He can mm-hmm. go out if he wants. Okay, wolf steak, wolf yes, cola, oh. lots of good, good wolf things I could have had. Besides that, you encountered um, one a, 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 a cart with two oxen and an older couple seeming to be going to the court city to you know peddle their wares as many do for better or for worse and were shocked and awed at a giant elk which is like a beast of legend walking beside them bowing his head and a horned green-eyed girl behind waving goodbye to them crossing your eyes as as a <coughs> tiefling strangely has no effect if you think about it yeah that's it's, weird. it's just all yeah. green right i can't yeah. roll my eyes i can't or can't a lot of eyebrow action. A lot of eyebrow action. <laughs> I'm going. Which is why that's my next prank. Roll of eyebrows. Mm. <laughs> eyebrows? I don't know what you're what are you doing today. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Dogs can't look up, man. Eyebrows and you guys went along your way some more and were confronted, it seemed, somewhat hostily by a, a half elven fellow there, dirty blonde hair, bit of a, a top knot there, elven ears, but marked as half elf by his facial hair, ducked out in, in blues and silvers and blacks, and a wand in one hand crackling w- with eldritch energy and a symbol in the other, and two more that came out from invisible, a paladin and a, a cleric there. That basically all ambushed you with questions and mind reading and dispelling dispelling evil, which made poor Strychnine get the fuck out of Dodge. Um, and mm-hmm. any zone of truth. After some discussions and, and reading Norman's mind due to his terrible rules at that moment in time. Um, yeah, it was, a, it was a bad night, girl. <laughs> and asking you a question that, in theory, only you would, would know, which mm-hmm. was, what was the name of the girl that you brought uh, back you from wherever that you brought back at home. The Elspeth brought back, I believe, is the exact question. Yep. What was the name of the goblin child or something? Danny. Yep. Mm-hmm. And the name, and you guys are no longer in control, for lack of a better word. It, if a fight seemed like it was about to be brewing, but it was just a test, he lowered himself. It actually seems to be a fairly reasonable uh, at least with the with the laughter and the purchasing of fried breads and whatever else you guys want, I believe there was some lamb skewers on the way, shanks and whatnot. Vara Sunkeeper, a paladin of Dol- Dorn. Not that that has been said directly, but mm-hmm. at least you would recognize the symbol I, I-, I did describe. <coughs> yes. Silver sword over a red shield. She does have that on her person. And Tristan Sawbone. Who has a saw? And that's his whole shtick. <laughs> Human. Born. I like a sword, actually. I like this guy. Hmm? It's more like a sword, not a stick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, saw, I saw that coming. <laughs> <laughs> yes, okay. Um, they then escorted you into the, the court city proper, which was another half hour or so, and you, and you realize, man, for going to the court city, there sure aren't a lot of merchants and stuff. That's because once you break the tree line, you saw this site here. You're coming from the south, 
and there's so many crisscrossing roads and whatnot com- not coming, the hustle and, and, and bustle is intense. You guys were just on a small, little, nonsensical, unimportant pathway that happens to intersect with more and more and more important pathways the further you go. You enter the city and see a scene like this first with the water, the, the waterways, tall towers and statues, birds and whatnot, and you make your way in through, if you recall, the construction of this place is quite bizarre. The walls extremely tall and extremely thick, and no windows on the outside of the walls. We walk in, and there seems to be windows cut out and do- uh, doorways and walkways that have been built with, with wood and stone and, and metal and everything else. Essentially, they have their, it makes it seem like the, the inhabitants of the city are mere carpenter ants mm-hmm. in the foundation of a much larger place. Mm-hmm. With that, that said, there's many, many buildings built here as well, but the shocking part of it is the, the um, structures around that seem far mm-hmm. too large for people to inhabit. You guys went through the first, the first ring, and came into the second where you got a scene more like this, where things were just fancier and schmancier all along. Or were they pancier? Oh, um, depends on if we go to a club beer. Yeah, yeah, that's a good, 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 good question. Well, pants check. <laughs> um, Ooh, that's a flat 18 on a pants check. Flat 18 on a pants check? This was, I don't have a, can I borrow your pencil just for a moment? Yeah. He's gotta write that down. Yeah. Let me pants check. There were barkers, merchants, madmen spouting, spouting about how the the great ones are are, are back in the east. We sh- we should have <laughs> have never taken their thrones. This is our our comeuppance. They are dragged off by by the guard that are in this capital city. Um, banners <coughs> announcing race of, of the eight winds and people taking down the sign and putting up a new one that says tomorrow. Like it's just been a. <laughs> countdown thing a banner for each day a an old clergyman of the silver flames speaking of tonight rebirth eve and spewing off about what that is on the winter solstice passing of the longest night spiritual vigils all that good stuff earth is like this is a long description food Eklund, please <laughs> you make your own sam- sandwiches and fried bread with jams actually mm-hmm. take note of that oh yeah so people note that they're um, gonna start selling them. <laughs> <laughs> let's do. Let's, let's do that. <laughs> Sell a sandwich for four hundred gold. <laughs> um, you notice that many of the businesses here share common symbols that that seem to mean something. And Eklund explains about the twelve dragon marked families and how each family is un- unbelievably powerful. And most businesses, organizations, anything work through those families and whoop out and whatnot, different races, and he explained that the dragon mark refers to an actual mark that appears, and he revealed his glove and showed, he took off his glove and revealed the symbol on the back of his hand there. Um, is it like tattoo or is it like scar, or is it like, what is it? I believe Norwin made a check to look and rolled an ass, so the answer you know was, it was it wasn't flashed long enough to really get a good glimpse of it, but I believe, was it I believe you asked. It's a very faint Fucking, I don't know. purple, very faint okay. purple, I would say an unbelievably faint glow. I don't want to say glow like, you know, if you see it in dark, you, if, it was, if it's pitch 
black, and you he's, you could probably see it from like five feet. Very, mm-hmm. very, very slight to it. Okay. But you didn't get enough of a glimpse and, and you to see, is it like a scar? Is it raised? Is it just is it just ink? You're not sure. Mm-hmm. You just saw a symbol that had a little bit of a, of a glow to it before you begin to pull up he things. He did tell me that he was lucky enough to have it on his hand and some people have it other places. Yes, they're not. Yeah, they could, it could be right there. It could be in theory. The anywhere. Button. Prove to me that you're of the Kondorak family. Oh, no. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> Try to cast their spells. A lot of thunder damage. <laughs> <laughs> you went to a stable in in the second r- r- ring, a very fine stable, operated that, that had um, the symbols of both House Dallas that he explains um, controls or has governance over creatures, magical creatures. And that that could be threats, it could be steeds, it could be the crazy things you guys seen flying around, could be anything. And House Orion that governs travel and passage. Eklund pays for the three of you to ride by Griffin to the Royal Palace, which will save another hour or two of walking in this giant, enormous, ungodly place. You know, he casts Fly on himself, Valor and Tristan, take off, and you three are in the air on Griffin back. Griffin take to take the, the wheel a bit, <laughs> has it Tries for a, a brief stint, and then it's like, oh, you can keep, keep your gold. I don't want to die. Lose my job. Um, you guys noticed as you're flying that there are um, that there are hot air balloons that, that go almost straight up and, and, and down to bring people up mm-hmm. to higher levels of towers. Even the towers in this giant city are subdivided into <coughs> how many different establishments each tower split up like skyscrapers, really. So you have hot air balloons as, as elevators, and you have blimps that are attached and like on, sky on rails that are like sky gondolas. They really can only go one direction and the next. One direction and the next, but still better than going down all the way over and up the crazy, crazy heights that exist. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is that. Mm-hmm. Oh, you also see several um, whole smattering of flying creatures from you know, lots of griffins and a few pegasus that you guys are keeping an eye out for uh, an eskel, though you realize you've never seen him on one. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> plenty of, re- of religious um, f- f- Figures here, clerics and palms are seen. Not plenty in, in the grand scheme of the city, but more in one place than you've ever seen before. More people outwardly wearing symbols of the Solid Host. Esco here. and Vanil. Vanil, but there's two in one place. Is, is that is that okay? Is yeah. That, <laughs> yeah, they're very, very uncommonly seen. More than one or two. I'm trying to remember. Did you say that there was like wyvern-like creatures as well? Like there was yes, like something. Drakes. Drakes. Yes, mm-hmm. there are. There are drakes. Might be a wyvern or, or two mm-hmm. around. Um, there were hippogriffs and um, drakes. Giant probably. eagles. I'm trying to think of the right thing. Drake Belkan. Uh, yeah. Just imagine smaller dragons are much thinner too. They're not. They're not as like very thin, wiry things. Very um quite uncommon. And there's not a lot of those. But I think I think what I said. Was um. There we go. Go on, bud. Go ahead. I'm gonna pull these closer. That the family that governs um communication and and whatnot tends to have these drakes. They can dive extremely, extremely quickly and get messages places very rapidly when magic otherwise too expensive. You guys eventually fly to the front of the royal palace here which is this section 
right here. Not up this giant thing. You might have thought, but no, this is just it's just too much. There's so much stuff in, mm -hmm. in here. This is like an entire down, downtown Minneapolis right here full of stuff. Except it's full of rich people. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Many rich people and merchants and magic places. So yeah, rich people. That's a good way of putting it. The Royal Palace is over here. You fly all the way over there, which still takes some time, but again, it saves you about an hour and a half walking or flying or whatever else. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I don't know if I means flying. You land, and you are greeted by Commander Astra Shieldscar, who is a dwarven uh, commander. There. And he says, as if he was expecting Eklund to come back with you, he calls upon Halkus and Javesk to help escort everyone in. Mm -hmm. Now, this will be a little bit of new stuff here. It's a long recap, but I figure after an extra week off. It helps. Here is the new stuff that I'm inserting. These are going fast. Palace itself is of smooth white stone, like like the rest of this gargantuan city that you are in right now. With gold and silver trim, blue, purple, and gold banners all along the outside as the giant doors are already open as you step <coughs> into them the inside is intimidatingly enormous larger even than death's palace within runeheim that you all traversed uh, near the, the pitch darkness for a half hour just to reach the top floor marble floor and pillars reach 200 feet upward to a ceiling of domed glass that allows in light from the evening. Plants are growing from large circular pots and extend upwards toward the sources of light, winding around pillars like redwood trees. A bountiful garden of colorful vegetables and fruits is growing right there within this great palace, giving the whole place a distinct feeling of being outdoors. This feeling is exacerbated significantly by the fact that there are indeed more buildings within this one. As if the outside palace was again a shell containing more within. And what you see inside is 100 feet ahead as if the Grand Palace is a thick wall outer shell. There are more normal sized castles, estates, and official looking buildings inside complete with statue gardens, hedge, mazes, fences, walls, everything else. As if there's a normal-sized royal palace within this ridiculously large, large one, hmm. and estates and officious looking places. That one over there looks like a temple or, or, or a church of some. In fact, you see the symbol of the sovereign host plastered smack dab on that one, so let's take much to guess that. So you have to walk through these gardens and stuff, the 100, 200 feet, to get to the actual castle. It's a very, very disorienting feeling. This is an entire microcosm within the palace you thought you'd walk into it, mm. and there you have a rug and a staircase and whatever else to look like if you were back in Runeheim. Here, not the case. They've shelled it out and made it another castle and other buildings with them. Ad additional guards are posted outside the castle directly ahead. <coughs> the large gate that this one is closed tight and high towers with, with lookouts. Lookouts within 
giant palace. <laughs> Odd. Shroshikov palace. The size of the castle you're walking towards seems almost small compared to the one that you saw outside that you're in right now, but the proportions are simply more reasonable to human size. Guests. Two more buildings, though a bit smaller to left and right. All three seem built of similar material as the overarching palace, though newer and with, with better upkeep. And all three of them seem built into the vast walls of the greater palace, as if why make four <coughs> walls when I can simply use that one and make three more. Right. Like this, a castle that you're heading toward, the entire back of it melds with the larger palace mm-hmm. you are in right now. The one on the left actually seems more like an estate house of some sort, with, with an immaculately kept yard in front, and like, you know, playful statues and great bay windows and whatever else. So just so I can picture this properly. Yes. We're inside of a building, technically. Yes. So is there, like, how's the light coming in where these people there's have yards? There's 200, 200 feet up, there's a giant glass dome. Okay, so we can see. And there's through. several other pocket domes around as well, and since Earth is wondering, how the hell can all this be? Is this all magic? Look up, you see, well, that looks un- unsafe, but still, how can all this get to light? You can see that there's clever mirrors mm. placed in places that even where when the light does not shine, it seems like they're able to manipulate those to expand the light all over. Mm. Gotcha. Great question, because the interior of this place should not be as bright as it is. And if you look, you can even see some glowing orbs and stuff floating lazily around, basking light in places where there otherwise would not be. Because I imagined it to have this kind of like majestic light haze, but from the description I thought it would be. Okay, so yeah, thank you. That was good. Yeah, it, it's a, it is also good to note that it is pretty, or pretty overcast. Right, it's right also not, like, it's, it's not, it's not, <laughs> it's not it's like nice. a blue sky summer day right now. Mm. It's winter and it's cloudy right now, which, but you can look upside mm-hmm. and it's not like the, um, Haven Queen's place where it was like an illusion. This looks like it's just thick glass mm-hmm. with structures and whatever else. Be very similar much, here. Very much like this. Look up and you all see right. all of that before you. Okay. The way I think of it, it's akin when you walk into the Mall of America, mm, and you go like, holy shit, This that was a big building I'm walking into, but now there's like a bunch of smaller buildings here, but it's not going to be 400 stores, it's like one giant castle within the castle. And it's even mm-hmm. a grander scale, yeah. Yeah. Actually, if you've been to Las I was thinking, is it like the castle inside the Camelot? Because they have Camelot, and then they have the restaurant inside that's also a castle. Perhaps, yes. I, I was thinking of New York, New York. Oh, yeah, the yeah. The outside looks like New York City, and then you walk in, and there's separate skyscrapers within that give you this weird illusion of them. Like, yeah, that's it. It's mm-hmm. it's, just, okay. it's it's weird. Las Vegas. Again, Vegas, are, baby. You are, you are used <laughs> to the size of these buildings being enormous. You've seen them once now, mostly, but you're not used to it seemingly being gutted and then reappropriated as an outside shell and then building more stuff inside. That's mm-hmm. what's a little bit mind-boggling here. Um, yes, it, it, it gives the impression that these three castles or estates or temples, right, them, are growing out of the walls and floor, but their material and shape suggests that they were added inside much later. Mm-hmm. On, on your way, you're being led forward by Eklund, the commander. These two flank you, and the two on the other side of the sheet behind you. You see a hundred well-dressed and groomed servants bustling about, doing what servants do. Cleaning, transporting goods, tending to the gardens, making sure every decanter and cup is filled with wine. 
There are dozens of aristocrats and, and nobles walking around here, marked by their finely tailored suits, dresses, and armor, but mostly their way of speaking that seems leagues different from the more common vernacular that you were hearing on your initial trek through the city. Most cities have a delineation between the slums, the market, and then the aristocratic. Just imagine that all of them cranked up. The slums are slummier. The mm -hmm. merchants are, are Merchant more here. middle. You know, <laughs> the gap between the rich here and the mm -hmm. merchants seems far greater than the mm -hmm. gap between between aristocrats and, and merchants elsewhere. And similarly, the gap between merchants and the poor seems mm -hmm. that much vaster. How close to these people drinking are we walking? Oh, well, actually, no, man, next thing I was going to say is as, as you are walking through, many are standing around talking, smashing small pastries or champagne, champagne flutes from passing servants, though some are being entertained by painters or poets or musicians playing softly. As you, um, your whole retinue here, you nine, are passing through the garden on paving stones made of polished granite, they make sure to steer clear of interrupting any of you, as opposed to you making, you know, not interrupting them, which, you know, Eklund makes sure there's not, there's going to be people that's going to smash into. He'll slow, he'll slow his pace a little bit, and once they see, they move to the side. But it's mm. not out of kindness, it's out of interest. Mm. Gossip goes. As you're walking through, you can hear jib-jab in front of you, but the jib-jab, jib-jib-jib-jib-jib-jib, takes a very... Uh, pause as you're walking past, and then it changes from jub 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 jub. You can just you can hear <laughs> the difference between nonsensical chatting about businesses and what do you think, Interesting, interesting. Mm -hmm. Would we All be within like an arm's reach from the servants with the decanter? <laughs> uh, I, I think that within an arm's reach would be tough, tough pushing because they know that you're coming. They are coming. There's no mystery mm -hmm. here, and they're keeping you. What if I shot her? <laughs> <laughs> if you shove her toward, toward one, I would say there's a good chance she'll. You want to shove me? Are we linked? No, we're not. No, yeah, we're not at the moment. We're not. Okay. It's been way too because we've been, you know it's been hour travel with like e within the city mm. even. Shit, that's true. Try to steal a decanter. Okay. A full decanter. Okay. Mm-hmm. Slide of hand. That is nineteen. And you look like like yourself still. Yes. Mm-hmm. Nineteen. Well. Um. A little really crappy there. Fact is, uh, people are enamored with the you know, new, new people coming. Not all of them, just the ones immediately. Or there's so much going on in the place. It's not like the whole giant palace is looking at you. The, the entirety of the Mall of America is looking at you by anything. But people are looking, Thank and you. your your eyes flitter around, looking for the, the moment that they all begin looking at each other and doing this. And you just take a little stumble, quick. Falra, who's next to you, to you goes. What are you doing in her hand? Which is out and drink, grabs your wrist, and you just use that to your advantage to lean all the way over and <laughs> snag a crystal decanter and break, jerks you, and you, whoa, 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 and then you're right back in line with a full decanter of red wine in your hand. <laughs> For what it's worth, everybody did see that. <laughs> but you yep. got. That's all Got I wanted. Yeah, it, was, it was less, it was partial stealth and more just, I'm gonna do it. So <laughs> this you place is great. Did it. Uh, oh, no, no, okay. No, 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 no. You distinctly yeah. hear, look at those horns. Oh, my God, those eyes. That's what that one looks 
he's made of granite. Watch what's up those arms on him. Oh, fine stock, fine stock. Who are these people coming here? Sounds like the sisters live here. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> How much do you think I can get a seed for? <laughs> you can only imagine the gossip. Excuse me, sir. <laughs> and despite the hundred or so servants that you see on your 150 foot walk in, there's only about maybe 40 or so nobles around. Mm-hmm. The, the scale of this place makes you think that this place would be rife and full of them, but no, there's only the few milling about here and there. So you guys got the attention of maybe a dozen or so total, but the attention is clearly there. You can only imagine the gossip. Far too many eyes in this place. Mm, not as many as I might have anticipated, but... Well, I just mean this whole city in general. Um, yes, of course, that's it's a lot to comprehend. Then pass through the gates of the castle. From now on, I'll be referring to it as the palace and the castle. Mm. Okay. Just, just to keep it easy for you guys. Um, Eklund even says, this is Castle Sassent. Give it is where the PC. royal family lives and where the, the business is done. Gates open up, people on the watchtowers looking with their, their crossbows there, their spears, watching you giving Eklund not, or not Eklund, at this point it's, it's more the commander um, they're giving him nods, and he just holds up a hand. Calm, calm, as you walk in. Through another fucking oh, garden. Um, though much smaller than the one that you had just walked walked through. Um, and you also kind of wonder, where all the earth come from in this, this place? Mm. I mean, you guys are, this entire city has very little earth. It must have been transported here. Or some real magic fuckery going on. Because mm-hmm. you almost kind of realize after that, like, we walked through gardens... As you turn around, you're like, but everything is stone here. And yet again, here there is a garden, though this one more flowers than vegetables and fruits. <coughs> the flowers that were out there. Finally, you reach the doors, the true interior. This would be like the courtyard of the uh, Castle Sessent. And then you walk through that along the pathway, the flowers, little statues, little hummingbirds zipping around and whatnot, and you get to the actual door. Itself, which is opened for you. And then you made your way through the castle itself. Where you is it see still it. cold in here? Uh, yeah. Yeah. There's okay. no magic that keeps the te- temperature at bay. However, once you get into Castle Sessen and the, the door closes, there is definitely a temperature gradient increase just based on the fact that this is like now insulated within an insulated place. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, so it's definitely it is less cold because of the, the like it's less cold in a home than it is so outside of home. Twenty degrees outside, but that does not thirty s- degrees here, yeah. forty degrees in the castle. Does not seem to be any mm-hmm. magic things that are making it warmer, but yes, just due to the nature of thick ass stone and, and induction and all that, it does seem like it is warmer and more comfortable mm-hmm. for you guys all immediately. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, on the way to the throne room where Eklund and the commander and whatnot are leading you toward, you see more servants and guests, though significantly fewer than even outside. It would seem that the castle within the palace here is a more private and guarded affair than the grander one that the world sees from outside. Mm. And after a relatively brief walk, you encounter yourself at the throne room. Or I should say the gate before Horticum says, the throne room. The two guards are 
there watching. The, the commander nods to them. Uh, and he goes, Does His Majesty and Her Highness know? They go, Word has been sent. Good, good. Before, before they can open the doors, you hear almost silent footfalls of slippered feet marking the, the arrival of a figure that is mostly obscured by Balra's naturally bright form with, with the light off her armor and whatnot to your left. But the voice marks her immediately. And she goes, Oh, is that? Eklund steps to the site immediately and holds holds up a hand and says, Lady Elspeth, please. These here have been requested by, by your mother and father. I know that. I was the one that invited them, if I need remind you. Very well. But until then, I think it best that you keep your distance. It is my duty as your protector to... Hi, Elspeth. <laughs> Hi, Earth. <laughs> she goes, Once, I, have to, I have to deal with something really quick. And she... Does the and she says, <laughs> Eklund Madani. Eklin Madani. As much as I love that you are my acting father, mother, steward, wet nurse, and royal ass wiper, if I cannot even curtsy from a socially acceptable distance of ten feet to people who have saved my life, then I am afraid we have reached an impasse as to what is reasonable in this world. Eklund stands stock still, lowers his hand and steps to the side, gesturing to you. You see her now, her hair is down, just to give you a quick glimpse to remind you. However, she is not wearing armor. Mm-hmm. She has no sword on her, no capes. She's wearing a nice blue and purple and gold trim gown. Um, her, her hands are like balled at, at, at the sides of holding up. Even now that she stopped running, she's still holding it up, kind of like she forgot they're supposed to let go and look all stately and stuff here. Her hair looks nice. There's some things woven in, but also looks like she couldn't, couldn't give a shit. More like she, she, she sat in a chair and it was done to her rather than her taking care to make sure that she looked... It like stays that way. All that mm-hmm. herself. She does have a silver, um, a simple silver band around here with a single opal in this, the center. Um, yeah, so she, she smiles warmly to... To you, you guys, and realizes she then she goes, Oh, and she fixes her hair, her hairpin, she kind of pokes it in a bit and smiles. But her face has n- no makeup on it. And I'll that every other face, man and woman, you've seen for a while now, it seems, have had makeup and, and blush and rouge and all that sort mm-hmm. of shit make them look nice. But she smiles, and the memory of her very real death seemingly long faded at this point, and she curtsies clumsily, realizing. She curtsies to you and says, It's so nice to see you all again. Earth, Annie, Norman, whatever happened to Claymore? Well, that's a, that's a story. Want a drink? Did you bring your own alcohol? You, you know we have wine here. I just took them outside. Well, don't mind it. <clears throat> it's fine. I know her. That's what We've I'm worried about. I know her. It sounds that's, like a princess that had some wine. That's what I'm worried about. Thank you. A demure her husband little came back sip. right when she takes his <laughs> Her husband? Yeah, the her bear. Husband. Yeah. 
The bear ended up being her husband. You three. Tiny little funny. love boy. You three are funny. Thank yep. you. It's heavy. Okay, well, there'll be time for the Abby Ashwell story, I'm sure, sometime. I yes. just gave you the actual story. Her bear husband came back. <laughs> yep. It wasn't a boar. Went from a bear to a little, quite a bear halfling. Was he halfling? No, half elf. Elf? Was he full elf? Full elf. I think he had. Those elf. stories are all mixed up. <laughs> Except for the it's bear been a part. While. He was naked. He's drunk on wine. Who do you think stole the picture? <laughs> I am the rowdy, wild one of the group, as you know. Try to keep him in check. Yeah. Hender goes, <clears throat> My lady, if you wouldn't mind. She goes, Of course, Katie. I will be joining you. Or of course you will be. Let's <laughs> two two hands and the guards pull open fine doors into the throne room itself. And indeed you see purple purple rug and gold lines lining the way up. Purple banners hanging, blue gems on pillars, some braziers there that are are lit with some magical flame that emits no smoke. Plants, oddly a fair number of plants within this throne room as well. As you're led forward, you see some steps and two thrones sitting there. Behind them is a, what looks kind of like a glass um, window. And at first you're reminded very much of the Raven Queens, the, the, the stained glass there. This though you realize you can't see through. All it is is it's emitting gentle, soft light into this place. Mm. It's as, as if they're backlit by a very gentle glow, which would normally be a little bit obnoxious to be looking at someone as a light source behind them, but it's so gentle on the eyes it merely accentuates their royal forms. Eklund says, once you guys get close enough, he drops to a knee. He says, allow me to introduce his royal majesty, Wyvin Ashkavran, king of Sermonea and his queen, Her Royal Highness Selene de Valdemar. Figures that you see look like this here. You can see what else Beth gets her looks perhaps here. Let me just constantly with a fan. <laughs> okay, she's not going that bad. <laughs> They're both seated that there right now, and despite the vast amount of purple here, they are wearing this dark royal blue. Mm-hmm. As you can see, that the king's cloak has fur. He is wearing armor, whether ceremonial or, or not, is for you to decide. His crown is quite small, more of, of just the front here, and his face with beard looks quite hawkish. His eyes almost have a slight slant to them, and his, his eyebrows are very focused on you. His brows are furrowed already, as if confused that you're here, or that's just his permanent look. Again, you'll have to find out. The queen at the hand who you have never seen before, not even in the flames, it's there with the dress that you see her wearing, blues and golds, a much more pronounced crown atop her head and her blonde hair cascading gently down her back. Elspeth clearly got her looks out of the war. She has a warm smile 
on her face. In addition to that, there are other viziers and head advisors and whatnot around. If you thought you were going to have a private conference, you were apparently incorrect. Mm-hmm. Well, one other person, uh, Macklin, um, sees as he's bowing and introducing on one on one knee whether or not you guys are or not. So one, two. No. I would curtsy. Of course, I'm bow. Curtsy, bow. No. It's fine. Mm-hmm. You're dead to them. Dot <laughs> <laughs> that down. Mm-hmm. Um, they are short enough, they won't notice. <laughs> I'm bound to go right. <laughs> Eglin says, um, oh, and of course, the crown princess, Elspeth, and I, apo- I apologize, and he bows even deeper possible for a man who's already on, on one knee, and he looks to the left of the, the queen, and a smaller chair, you could say a, a, a throne. It's really, it's it's a throne. I mean, it isn't mm-hmm. just the line between the throne and a chair who's sitting in it. Mm. After all, porcelain throne is what I call it. <laughs> there. And he says, and this is the queen mother, Elspeth, the peacekeeper. That is a name that many of you are probably familiar with. She does not have a super stately look to her. In fact, if he did not point her point her out, very unlikely you would have thought that that was the previous queen of uh, of the entire country of Sermonea. Hmm. Elspeth, the, the peacemaker, her name, even without a history roll, though you are welcome to, to roll one if you'd like for more information. But mm, better than how I rolled the last time. you want time. to, yeah. I'll give you all information, but... What you know can be dictated based 14. on this. 14. 21. 12. 12. You two are from familiar with the name as almost ever everybody is because the wars that have waged for like 50 years in Western countries, Scarland, Eggerstone, Helfheim, Sirmenea, uh, a stop was put to those by Elspeth, the peacemaker, hence her. Monica. Her moniker. She goes by. She took what you know is she took the throne at the young age of 17 after her father, the, the king, um, died suddenly. Assassination. How, how exactly? Unknown. Um, though you know, the, the rumors for 60 some years, of course, prevailed. What you know is she took the, took the throne and in, almost immediately, within the course of a few years put a stop to divorce. Not by force, but by peace. Granted, of wars that have went on for 30, 40 years, they call they call it the, the, the 50 year war. The, the, the last war is what it's referred to, but the real fighting was maybe a 30 year long fight. An entire generation of people were born and died during this time, and she is the one that is credited for truly founding this peace that exists in the West. The Western, or the civilized West that you guys all know of is very much attributed to her, what she did make that happen. You would know that the Moonwald being given, or Alfheim allowing um, Agastone to keep the Moonwald was very much Elspeth's um, idea. And she gave Alfheim a tremendous amount of gold and 
favors and whatnot else sexual force to for, for it to be an you know and Scarlands like they're looking for more land and power because they're constantly afraid of incursions from the west or from the east and of course from from from, from, from them. this is far before the war of the east happened still you know there's places over there whatever else and she offered them aid and paladins were sent she was also very much credit uh, credited for re in stating that the paladins and clerics should not just be kept for Sarah They are not meant to be a military force. They are meant to be peacekeepers in the world. Which, of course, when a war happens, that swings out opposite way. Even right now, in this war, it's swung the opposite way. Almost all paladins and clerics are at war right now, hence why hence why Eskol was sent to take care of an undead threat rather than someone who's not level 5. You know, mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. they're all to the east right now. So the pendulum swings, but she was very much credited for that. Her first child um, died. That would be... Um, yeah. So Selena's older sister died. I'm just saying you, because you, you know all this shit. Not that mm-hmm. it really matters so much. So that's the, that's the story. So even though she took the throne very young, at 17, after her, her father passed, she did not wed for decades. And she did not even get married for decades. She had no interest in it. And in the end, she only did because the royal line has to continue. She was very much against that. Not against it, just it wasn't her personal choice. She didn't want to, but she realized there is an importance in having importance in having a Valdemar mm-hmm. has been on the throne for hundreds and hundreds of years, even if the name changes here and there. Mm-hmm. So, you see this kindly, grandmotherly figure here, and as Hecklin introduces um, Queen Mother Elspeth, the peacemaker, he bows deeply, and she simply is knitting a purple little scarf, and she looks up and goes, Thank you, you, Hecklin. Always so sweet to hear my name, even after all these years. Wish I didn't fall asleep halfway through it every time. She, she looks at you. She just has that like grandma with the alien, like you know, white eyes, wrinkle, smile, solemnly. You know, oh, do we have smiles. a gift The king, on the other hand, seems un- his demeanor has not really changed at all. He's just very, very stoic, looking at you, kind of with that almost perpetually furrowed brow. Stands. Everybody else takes steps back, and you three are left kneeling or standing mm-hmm. before the, the, the throne. Yeah, this is awkward. <clears throat> As I am curtsying, I'm going to set down the decanter and just tuck it behind me. <laughs> I do one of these things too or stop standing or she can put it away a little bit. <laughs> It's getting caught on like the, on a very lush carpet. It's getting caught. So now the whole carpet's kind of shifting, bunching a little bit. Uh, you wanted to see us, Majesties. Which one am I talking to? Which one's the? I don't. Who's in charge? Uh, I, I would assume. Yes, we we did indeed want to see you. Uh, Ash Kavron, face forward. Mm-hmm. What's one arm? Elbow on the arm of his chair. Shocks at his, his beard looking at you three. It's been some time since we heard from you. My daughter says that, well, she has informed us 
Now she's regaled us with quite the tale from her brief time with you all. Last we heard, you were venturing toward the Shadowfell. Yes, unfortunately. Eventually mm-hmm. did. I wish to hear your report, Norman Young. Of course. I have, um, I have much to report. All of, you know, scribes and viziers and advisors and whatnot have all, you know, settled and they all have pa- paper and, and, and quill are ready to, like, write. Or mm-hmm. Now the floor is completely and utterly yours in this fairly cav- uh, cavernous place. Mm-hmm. With all due respect, um, and I will turn to Echon, and I will say, have... Has everybody in this room been checked for magical interference? Magical interference? Well, I imagine more than just a few would have magical implements on them. What do you mean by interference? I mean something that might affect their minds. The king and queen are quite powerful, as are the guards, which does number of guards and two large statues in, in there as well with swords like like this mm-hmm. but I can't say the same for the others whose names I don't even know do you have the means of detecting magic at the moment you can would you be willing to do so and just make a scan of the room what am I looking for Looking in particular for, like I said, anything that has a means of tampering with personalities, minds, or disguises. Indeed. He does a few arcane symbols within her. The king says, I believe I asked you the question, not my <clears throat> friend Midani there. Your Majesty, may we have a more private audience? What we are discussing is sensitive. Sensitive, that's the word. And the fewer points of vulnerability, the better, probably. For we are concerned that information might be divulged to places you don't want. He looks at Queen. Queen's, you know, warm and biting smiles. Kind of drooped a bit. Paladin Eskel says that you're trustworthy. He's a good friend of ours. Is he here? No, he's too, he's too east. Avalok and my son. In addition to that, you seem to have done well for us thus far. Firesong clearly thought well of you all as well. My daughter speaks her praises, practically sings them. Eklund, stay. 
They call him, they call him the dog of the king. Bows. <laughs> Good boy. If anything is to happen, make sure that they know. Of course. Everybody else except for my daughter and, of course, mother. Out. Nobody moves. Out. Begin shuffling their things and heading out. The older, the older beard one's going. I understand. How's you not gonna remember any of this? I've been taking taking notes for the first Valdemar family for centuries. Gone. There's, a, there's gnomes where that might actually even be true. Mm-hmm. People grumbling about things, and an elven stewards who gracefully walk. I can still repeat because this is what, what is this? It's not the juiciest gossip you ever had. Rachel's mm-hmm. gonna make gonna make pizza for everyone. <laughs> you guys are gonna get old popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you're forced into. So everybody leaves, not only just through the way you came, but also through side doors and whatnot else. Ultimately, leaving you with the people I have pictured, minus these two. He does linger. He goes, My leash, Your Highness, it seem unwise to have nobody here. Lydon looks at him and says, Understood. That's why Eklund is here. Myself and the queen before you, I think, can handle anything that these three would bring to us, at least until you can storm through those doors. Would you not believe in us that amount? I'm only trying to do my duty, my leash. Bows, turns, and commanders the last one out the door. I'll look at Echo and say, kill him first, we go down easy. (laughs) 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 Eklund does step forward um, a bit. So you guys right now are only about uh, 25 feet from the thrones themselves. And there's about, you know, 40 feet behind you. Eklund steps forward, not on the little stairs that lead to where the, the king and queen and, and the queen mother sit, but just the base of it. Just in case anything did happen, he would be essentially able to Does that not look like he's preparing to mm-hmm. just stand there with his arms behind his back. Mm-hmm. Thank you for your trust. The reason I requested this, we requested this, is as you are aware in our last report, we were going to the Shadowfell, seeking out further mind flares and um, Alhun, as it were, undead, that were perhaps under the jurisdiction of this, or the servitude of this creature known as the Crow. We found one. We did. About a crow. Mm-hmm. Well, the flare, not the yes. mind. The mind flare. Ah, uh, the Alhun. Yeah. He says, like, he's totally known now in his whole life. <laughs> yes. And we found his journals and had to go back to the Feywild 
get those deciphered. And in those messages, it sounded like there was a plan to infiltrate the court. The court. Now, we weren't sure which court they were speaking, but that is why we wanted as few in the room as possible, because if there was an infiltration, we wanted as little information to be spread as possible. Don't want them to know we know they know we know, you know? I know. Mm. We figured you would be safer, all of you, if they didn't know you knew as well. Exactly. Now, to the means as to why they were trying to infiltrate the court, I think, is perhaps we don't know that, right? Um, no. But Volo's notes also deciphered it was perhaps to promote the war. Might have been. To promote the war? Mm-hmm. Tell says, do we understand yet why? <laughs> we don't even know why this war exists. And I'm not one to fight a, dec- uh, excuse me, yeah, a decade-long war without knowing the cause of it, yet that's what, that's the position we've all found ourselves, not just Sermonea, but the other countries as well, the entire West. Are you, I forget what we divulged already, um, aware of the uh, scrolls that the Crow is seeking? Well, you're, you're, they're aware of the attack on the Vale, right? Hobgoblins, Crow, everything happened there. Yep. Yeah. And then, so they'd also know the details of similar things at, what city was it? Was it West Home? Was it attacked like that? West Home, yeah. Mm-hmm. We want to talk to them. Okay. So they, they'd, know, they'd notice okay, that West link, Westmore. right? Okay. They might not say, I know there was a scroll involved there. No, I know. I'm just trying to gather how much they know and how much we'd need to explain before, I mean, before we jump. To the thing being, like the people yeah. we're hunting are the ones that just burnt down West Home. Mm-hmm. So like, Probably. if they're if the things if the clues we got say to promote the war, then even though if we don't know we're fighting this war, there's they're definitely somehow behind it. And we're not entirely sure why, but it seems the mind flares are working for the gentleman, the crow, mm-hmm. who <clears throat> murdered Fire Song, and I don't know why he would have an interest in war, but he is certainly seeking the scrolls. I interrupted about the scrolls, sorry. No, no, that's fine. All I was saying is that we have uh, determined that, you know, there were there were scrolls that they were seeking and we think that the crow's intention, perhaps, is to gather potentially all of these scrolls. Elspeth did recount this story from her Friend, Dawnfire, she nods. Dawnfire's memories, from understanding the story properly. Mm-hmm. She says, Well, clearly I haven't told you enough, Father. We can't remember it easily. No, I, it's, it's fine, it's fine. So well. through these memories of this Dawnfire, Elspeth has recounted to us the tales. So you can say it's passed through a, a few eyes and mouths to my ears. I think we, we understand the premise, this crow figure, humanesque, humanesque, dark of hair, dark of robe and cloak, almost dressed the same as Firesong. Mm-hmm. Looks like a weeb, though. A weeb? A weeb. <laughs> <laughs> that weeb. Yes. 
Just oh, to, goblins and... to put in perspective, you know, the great crevasse to the east, that's just a deep hole. I forget what it's actually called. Called that big uh, the blight? Sovereign's, the oh. no, yeah, blight. The blight. Yeah. blight? Yeah. yeah. Ah, yes, I'm familiar. That was caused because somebody had two scrolls. And we think that they're on possession of three. Says, says, what do you mean that was caused by one of two scrolls? Who? There was, well, would you like to take over that part? You can divulge as much what you'd like to uh, spin it however you... She's your lady. You put it the way you want. Have you ever heard of Loth and the Raven Queen? The king kind of... The Raven Queen mentions sometimes similarities to my own surname, but I'm unfamiliar with any of the lore. But I can see my fair wife has a that look she gets. And indeed, Selene's face does look knowing. So I pride myself on knowing things, you could say, so I'm familiar with both, at least the stories behind them. Well, the story of when it was Loth, right? Just double checking my own memory. When Loth was fighting in the wars, and they had scrolls, and the Raven Queen, she wasn't known as that back then, but she happened to have two scrolls at that point, went to the place where the drow were at, and Loth, and dug it out, and disappeared, and that's how we got the blight. That's the short of it. And carved the river sticks after that. Yeah, and carved the river sticks after that. This is all. These are all stories. Mm. Mm. The story she told me to my face from her face. You believe the ones about your gods, don't you? He definitely has that. (laughs) (laughs) Blink and poop look. Selene smirks. She, She seems to kind of like when that happens. And goes. Sorry, you you heard this from the Raven, the Raven Queen. As far as is not a, not a god that more of a cult. Are you saying that she exists? You've met her. Will come out and go. Yes, we in the Shadowfell we went and we defended her palace and her against. Undead uprising. Yeah, the demon lord of the fell, and mm-hmm. he was in league with one of these flayers and a multitude of other nasties that we all hear stories about. Yes, okay. exactly. So, assuming that the Raven Queen exists, you, you met her, defended, defended her. Well, mm-hmm. assuming that's the case, she had two of these scrolls. At one point, yes. At one point. At one point. And created the blight. Yes. As a, with the intent of ending war. Yes. And you can see, if you remember, the king was general of the Sermonian army before he became king. He was mm-hmm. general Omeshkakaran, or the Ash Raven, he was mm-hmm. called before. You can see he's... Oh, for him, a lot of information is kind of like, oh, there's a lot of stuff going on. Like, put it in ways, but now you just basically said the enemy has a nuclear warhead. And now you, mm-hmm. you can see his eyes are becoming sharper, and he's, 
you know, jaws tensing like that got into him and now now it's like he almost has attention but you've also arrested it toward one very specific point which maybe is, is a good thing to be aware of Selene has an entirely different reaction and she used the two scrolls for the betterment of mankind and I don't think the crow will with multiple no, not from what we've seen well, certainly not and we are under the impression or do we know with definitive proof that a one scroll was given to a hog goblin war chief. War priest? War, war mage? War priest. War That's what they've been calling him. Yep. And do we know anything about that scroll? We've, we've heard rumors that they can transform into a dragon. Yes. And that is what we know. We don't know well, much more. I wouldn't believe it's a rumor. Who said it? I believe who said it. It's very true that there is a hobgoblin who can turn into a dragon. Mm-hmm. Probably. Who, who said that? Wasn't uh, it your... Braga. Yeah, Braga? his spirit, yeah. Yes. So, did he that. see that with his own eyes? Um, that's to what I'm to believe, yeah. Did you just say Braga? Oh, shit. <clears throat> yes. How, how, how do you know this Braga figure? Oh. That you trust him so... Oh, that's right there. I killed him? He started it, though. Well, we started it. But (sighs) Raven's Queen's Palace, there's a uh, place where there's a lot of spirits. The Hall of Champions. Heroic ones. Jot that down. Put that in the history books. Hall of Champions is the (laughs) name. Anything else you read cannot possibly be true. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's one that's easier to say and remember. Yep. <laughs> cool rooms are never easy to say. No, it's yeah. very fun. requirement? <laughs> when we were fighting and almost overcome by the undead at my lady's palace, we I opened up the door and all of the heroes came out and helped us fight and he was the last one who returned the power of the dead to the Raven Queen. No, not that guy. We're talking about the orc. Oh, the orc. Yeah, Akado. The first one that I talked to. Which but he's still one of the last fighters. Yeah. All of your friends look the same. <laughs> they look totally different. <laughs> one was like an eight foot orc. The other one was... Never mind. We don't I am to get four into foot six. Everything is eight feet tall to me. <laughs> the only person you care about what they look like is you. Braga. The orc. The white wolf, for to be specific. I'm, on, I'm to understand you know each other. Well, knew each other? Long ago, yes. His demeanor changes yet again. As whenever Annie talks about things, you know, doors and rooms, it's kind of like, come on, man, I'm just a, I'm just a guy who likes swords. And then, and then, and then you're like, you know, yeah, the orc. You know, no, I'm not that guy. The other guy's like, oh, guys. I'll describe people people's reactions more and demeanors more only because we're entering mm-hmm. a part of the game now that's going to be very different. It's going to be more fine. It's Clue. We're playing Clue now. Clue. So if you guys have questions about mm-hmm. people or want to roll checks or you want to ask about how they're looking, do that, but I will do my best to do fairly brief descriptions. But right now, his... Grandma check. Within seems to be very, um, you know, he gets the war stuff and mm-hmm. the people stuff. 
the spiritual stuff. Even he doesn't even seem to get all that much, even for his own stuff. But he definitely seems to know Brock, which he just admitted. Like, yes, yeah, so I, I knew him long ago. And you were saying with Brago that he had information about the war chief priest. <clears throat> Long and short of it is, he and his people didn't want to get in, dragged into this whole big conflict. You know? um, but he said, you don't say no to a war priest that can turn into a dragon. Um, I'm sure a very significant glance, and suddenly looks over at her. Mother, who has for the record put down her pen and is listening very intently. So, a lot of glances are shared, a lot of knowing glances, like they know something that they don't think you know. Mm-hmm. And given what has happened at the steps, we have reasons to believe that this is accurate information as well. Very sharp look comes now from uh, at least the king and the, the, the queen. Look at you very sharply. Within says, and what happened at the steps? We have the heard dragons? Rumors of dragons. Sorry that, to interrupt. Rumors. That burned all the people who were fleeing alive? Was it one a black dragon and a red dragon, a red dragon? I think? Rumors seem to be flying just as fast as dragon kind. Where did you hear this from, these rumors? We had it in when we first Time arrived back from the Feywild, we asked. It was shortly after the night of Long Shadow. Mm-hmm. In Hyamont. Yeah, in Hyamont, to the north. Yes. So. From where in Hyamont did you gather this information? All around. Multiple people. All Is over. it true? Your Majesty, why, why are you so curious about where we heard it? I thought it, I thought it was common knowledge. Or oh, is it something that's trying to be stifled? It is good that you asked for private audience then. I guess I'm information no one's read. Back when, make sure there's no sensors in here. I was gonna have that too. <laughs> he does a give him your crowd. Detect, <laughs> does a detect magic and Ethan looks around and says, it's just the normal. Minus these three. <laughs> yes, we're Christmas trees. Quite the apartment on them, but no. I don't see any sensors. Of course we're trying to keep this quiet. Of course we are. So the general public doesn't freak out about ancient mythological creatures attacking? Yes. Well, they should know. They should know in time. If these, we are taking all the action that we can at this time, they really helped the settlers of West Hall. We simply told everyone, dragons are back and they are our enemies. What do you think we could do in the short term that would defend against that? I can tell you what, what would happen. Panic. So we'll give the orders. We'll slowly d- disseminate them out to watch the skies have barricades, what not else, buckets of water. We don't know how to fight these things, so we do the best that we can. I would rather, if nothing else, it stay a rumor and not a fact. However, what I did not know and is new to 
everyone in this room is what you just mentioned of this hobgoblin war priest. Hobgoblin war priest. You believe that he not only has one of these scrolls like Firesong had, mm-hmm. which I thought that was Firesong's power, but... Well, Firesong's so powerful, yes, but this Seems scroll. to be they all do different things, too, so... Yes. Queen says he has had that scroll for as long as I knew him and trained with him, and... Mother, do, do you remember where she goes home? He had it even then, I think. We didn't know what it was at the time, of course. We've not heard of these scrolls before. But in any case, Hobgoblin War Priest. Yes. Turning into dragons. And you think that these three things, Hobgoblin War Priest, dragons, and scroll are related? I do. I'm glad to believe so. And perhaps even this scroll is what gives him the ability and the power to do so. Maybe even to create more. A hypothesis that I have is that perhaps him allowing, being able to transform into a dragon allowed him to then seek out other dragons, maybe even find an alliance in the north? I don't know. It's just a hypothesis. You have quite the hypothesis. What do you say of this sign? Why do you mention dragons to the north? We think there may be giants mm-hmm. and dragons more north than we've ever gone. Our friend here used to have a mug that was stolen from him unrightfully mm-hmm. at one point. That apparently, I mean, for us it would just fill with beer, but apparently that beer came from... So it said, a giant's brewery. Who who says? The Mind Flare? Who told us that information? Because he came out covered in beer? Somebody gave us that information. Who was it? Was it Hector? I think it was. Hector never knew what it was. Yeah. Who told us? Could have sworn you guys mentioned just like the Mind Flare who said that. Because he came out looking rough and covered in beer. I think the Hague. Oh, the Hague. That was a long time ago. That was before 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 Rachel ever joined. I think it Mm -hmm. was um, Mm -hmm. Addie. Yeah. Yeah. The first time you went went through. Mm -hmm. Yes. So... She was the one that told you the dirt about the giants and dragons. dragons. Yeah. Yeah, and they can't lie. Per se. They can twist the truth. But... Mm. Well... Faye. Yeah. She's not talking no more anyways. That's true. And we don't know for certain Plus because... Plus we have giant, the had giant coins on him. Yes, and currency, which is now at the bottom of the lake, the river of... Yeah. We'll we probably don't know this for point. sure, for sure, because his mug was stolen from us during our time trying to figure it out in Fadric Sill by a dwarf named Ironspark. Ugly guy. And he just took it so we couldn't explore that any further. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's the information we know. Was there any, anything else we missed? So I was just trying to think. Those are the big notes. Cliff notes. Are you yeah. trying to think if we lost it before Iron Spark? Because we did. I'm just blaming it on him. No, 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 no. Totally. I was just, there was just something else I was thinking about. But maybe that wouldn't make any sense. So. And we also. This is what we've said. <laughs> and we also heard of that 
probably written it down, and I wrote it down on Slack at one point. Oh! Would they know what Dragonborn are? Yes. Well, my point being is, like, I haven't I haven't seen any in the city. It's, like, I've never... It's been ever been common to be like, oh, hey, a Dragonborn. Like, it has been, like, oh, hey, a Drow, right. or oh, hey, yeah. a Tiefling. Yeah, Tieflings are very uncommon. Drow in this area are quite uncommon. So, probably uncommon, rare, uncommon. very rare kind of thing? Uh, tieflings would be more, like, very <coughs> rare. Drow would be very rare. Dragonborn, you've seen zero. Okay. Even in a city this big and eclectic. Gotcha. Then I don't mention. Yeah. And I. As far as you know about Dragonborn, they mm-hmm. come from the, the the northern continent as well. That's what I'll mention. That's, That's why we think dragons from the north, They're giants from the north. Well, Dragonborn, dragon people came from the north. Yeah, and we know that wyverns come from the north to Scarland. That's what makes us such a. What Harry's done so. Yeah. So anyways, you didn't. Yeah. And I was going to say that we pressed a. One of the mind flayers we uh, pressed. Taljaha, what was it? No, was it Taljaha? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was Taljaha. We pressed him about information you relating. Any basis with these creatures. To be fair, we don't know the other names they have. <laughs> we have been reading their diaries. Reading. And they. We asked about the crow. They had. Insight check. An anecdote. Who? The king. Actually, one. Come on, sorry, 22, wait. What's our proficiency? Five? Five. Six? Mm-hmm. So 22. 22. To finish what you were saying. Yeah. Is that there's this anecdote about, potentially about the crow, which they recited and we heard when we were fighting, that before a, a spell was cast, it, they said this thing, which you might want to have somebody write down. Because uh, I don't remember it very well. Yes. A lot of scraps have left. That's fair. Don't worry. We'll write it down later. Um, ten virtues, nine hells, eight celestials, seven stars, six sacred scrolls, five planar realms, three aspects, two of his kind, one of his name. This was repeated twice. And I don't know that sounds dank. <laughs> it sounds dank, yes. But... I think from this information we can infer that there are six of these scrolls. And we know of three. What are the three that you know of? Fire Song? Fire Song. Ah, Fire Song, this hot goblin. And the crow. And this crow. And you say that they do different things. Yes. It's to be an understanding, yeah. What do, what do the other three do? I don't even know if Where we know that. Be? I think we do have the notes. Somewhere. I, don't, I don't think it said that. It says anything about it in their words yeah. behind. <laughs> but we could grab them because there might be something yeah. that we're like, oh, oh yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. They are definitely in the part we think they are. Am I still waiting on my inside check? No, I'll give you that. Mm-hmm. Come over here. Oh! Off to the side! Whisper, whisper! Whisper, whisper! Off to the side! Whisper, whisper! Oh, yeah, the crow holds ones, the war priest holds, and the other one, these we have gather information on flares. Task to find them. No comes from a success. The void comes from failure. Yeah, so many burnt ass papers. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so many burnt ass papers. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Mm-hmm. 
No, no, wait, we didn't ask the Teljan. We asked. What did they do? No, we asked, uh, what's her name? The, the daughter of the king of, no, in the, uh, the spider guy. Whatever Katarina? Katarina. We asked Katarina about this stuff, and that's because she was under mind control. That's, so right. Right. that's who he asked. Mm -hmm. no, Like one of your ice mountains? Did I miss four? I, uh, I just had one. I'm, okay, I'm good for on. now. I might grab one in a bit. Did I miss? I missed four. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Huh? Yeah, I missed the fourth one on the countdown. Half full. Anybody else want some? Do we know what it is? We, I mean, we knew what it was. They said what it was. I just, for some reason, didn't write it down. I didn't write it down somehow. Who, uh, I don't think I did write that countdown. Is kind. Yeah, because I, I typed it really fast as Josh was saying it. Mm -hmm. Alright, first. Elements. Elements? Four elements? Four primal elements? Yes, yeah, so something like that. Alright, I'll put it down. and commands the, the way that something is spoken is often as important as what was said. Mm -hmm. You mentioned that this was spoken before spellcraft? Yes, it was spoken before. I think it was something akin to a flame wall, right? Mm-hmm. You know, the spell flame conjures a bunch of fire in a area that you can affect I mean, so all have to be connected to each other but you can make the shape whatever you want big fire it be blocking I would dig around my backpack and pull out notes and say yes so we do know 
transformation, the scroll transformation is when they say Hobgoblin to the east. And then there's the void, the life, and the bad handwriting. The void, the life, and the bad handwriting. Those are the ones we know of. Yes. I think we deciphered the case. They know there's another scroll, they just don't know which one it is. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, these, these are, this is, this is the Alhun's diary you have here. Correct. Well, well, well we well, decipher is... from it from going to the Bay Wild and having the great, great old Volo read it for us. Volo's been a huge help. Yes. Volo. He is a adventurer that many years ago wrote a book, a compendium of sorts of his travels. He's not bard in some ways, and uh, adventurer, and wrote a compendium of his travels and of creatures and monsters. Salone adds and says, "Yes, he was one of. He was on the first expedition to settle the northern continent as well." There you go. I believe. His wife and his wife did not make it. She fell ill. And his daughter passed after that. Yes. And he went on adventuring, wrote some books. And then he vanished, as far as I know. And now you're saying you found him in the Feywild. Yes. Well, first time he was there. His mind had gone weak after reading a diary from a mind flare. Weak is a strong word. A weak word. Oh, yeah. (laughs) He went crazy. Um, Very ill. And so he was brought there to heal in Queen Titania's court, and that's where we met with him a couple times. Yes. Yep. um, He's still a little bit... um, Unhinged? Broken, I would say. With what spellcraft did he use to decipher the book? Honestly, I'm not sure. I think in part it might have been some sort of language comprehension and pure intellect and and just trial and error, honestly. Perhaps that's why he became mad is what you're saying. Yes. The Mind Flayer's speech or the writing is not really writing. It's more of a tactile interpretation of thought, and it has to be scanned in lines of four, for the, they have four tentacles, and scanned in lines of four, and you get flashes, memories, as of it, based on if you're able to comprehend, essentially. Do you have this diary still? We do, right? I don't think it was taken from us. Yes. It's in the bag. 10 out of 10 would not recommend reading it if you're not willing to become, well, a shell. The next new bard of Queen Titania. That also. Understood. But, yes, we do have it. I have spells at my disposal, and if you came to the right city of the world if you're looking for something to be read and save you a trip perhaps to the Feywild. Oh, I wish you had told us that like three trips to the Feywild ago. I, I have never... Negative one. I have never seen 
in mind flare nor have I do I know this about their speak. I only know Bolo from stories and I've <coughs> skimmed through his, his works. His work, his one work, his second one was unintelligible. Yeah. That's probably probably why. But um, if you would give that, then I can see if there's more information that can be gleaned from it. That would be wonderful. I can say that I have attempted to read it myself using a combination of um, a language, uh, spell called uh, Comprehend Languages and using a basically a magical implement that allowed me to um, take on the physical visage of the Mind Flayer and use that tentacles to read which might have helped, might not have, I don't know I felt kind of gross um, but those are the, the methods that I have used Danger noted. Very danger. If it will be done, it will not, will not be done in someone's bedchambers. It will be done in a place of learning. We do have the arcane palinaeum here, and we have the panaceum by the by the Horasco well, family that is are well versed in healing. Yeah, I'll need to be, and probably should be guarded also by or when a anybody's trying to read it, uh, they should be strong fellows there. Because the effects of trying to read the book... I don't think book book should be out of possession. Either one of them. We have two diaries now, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, should look at some, but... But they, I guess if they have someone in the court... Anyone, it could be anyone, guys. It could be anyone. It could be anyone. But it also... <laughs> I'm assuming you're saying that quietly. Uh, yes. <laughs> but it also can yield information that we cannot glean. Totally. I don't like your whispering. <clears throat> no. It's fine. They are wise to keep everyone at arm's length. Yes. What they say is true, and there is an infiltrator here. This is wise. We have prevented some catastrophic things from our whispers and secrets. And divulging that information to parties that need to be privy to them. So, we beg your pardon for that. Well, if a day comes when you be willing to part with them, perhaps I can assist in learning more, either myself or have the means to do so. Yes. The king seems a little bit perturbed by this. He's like, he flat out says, what if these books, these diaries have the secrets that we need? The secret of who this crow fellow is. Who is the infiltrator here? You're the one with the truth spells. I guess all I request is each one of you go through some kind of trial where we know what you are who you say you are and then you can have the books and I'll trust them to your responsibility yeah my mind was fairly blasted so yeah you I only you know are strong. two assholes in this room the ones I came here with <laughs> both consequently are on him <laughs> <laughs> well you got her that's pretty good that's pretty good that's very good <laughs> King says, I sincerely wish it was that easy. 
this is one of the discretion. We don't mean to be withholding. We just also don't want to ruin the fate of all mankind. Yes. Can you see our <clears throat> conundrum? I do. Carelessness breeds danger. My dear, I am not offended in what you say. I wish it were different, but I understand. My visage is from weariness. It was tiring enough as we were war, not knowing what will come next based on the rumors that you've already heard. I will confirm them as true. At least my, my son will confirm them as true. I have to do with him. Is Manuel okay? Yes. We just spoke two days ago, so as far as I know. Yes. Yes, yes. When did I speak to him? Is that also like two days ago? Three days mm-hmm. ago? Yeah, wrong. Took us like a day and a half to get here and he talked yeah, to him like so a day. Like, oh, like true. three, four days maybe? Three, four, yeah, three, four. Yeah. Yeah. before that. And I last spoke to him and he said, hey, talk to my sister. Mm-hmm. And she was some help, I guess? I mean, here yeah. we are. And also, in case we hadn't reported since last time, it's likely that the two mind flares that we've already hunted and killed are alive and walking around again. We, uh... You did say they're undead. Yes, well, we had kind of made them even more undead, like the most undead. Like so just de- dead? Just like super dead. And, um, and all the one we killed them. Yeah. The one just disintegrated. Yeah, I mean, that was pretty dead. Mm-hmm. This whole thing it was very dead. Very dead. Um, but we um, were not able to get back in time for Night of Long Shadows. And we think that they were revived, potentially. Do you think that was related to well perhaps you weren't here but have, have you also heard rumors in Heimat about the shenanigans how, shenanigans is a soft word for it so what is you and hard words tonight depends on where depends on where you were Sometimes which is why I call it that here it was pretty easy here in the court city compared to some other places mm-hmm. fair enough mm-hmm. but as my friend so eloquently put it some that might have just been a an op- snacker from that <laughs> 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 I think it was a distraction then potentially so otherwise I don't know what that was supposed to be unless it was a demonstration a distraction for the revival of these undead mind flares or a distraction for the east that seems unlikely or a distraction <laughs> is something we don't yet know what their because actual target was maybe <sighs> Weariness. Gross. Yes. And those carried a very heavy burden. Someone. Thank you for divulging this. And for your discretion in divulging it to just us here. Right. My wife, you know my proclivities. I am one for the ground and steel. War and blood. I have enough to worry about. What's happening in the East. Now what's happening in our own. Not only our own backyard. Our own palace. Our own castle. Perhaps this very room. Not to mention the things above even that. Scrolls and blights and 
Raven Queens and it is, it, it is quickly becoming too much for me. Yeah, we're real downers these days. <laughs> but we bought a house! <laughs> that was sweet. We, we are going to throw a party and you two are totally invited. When he says Raven Queens, I'm going to go, have you ever heard of a starry lady? Starry lady? She's an Eastern myth, right? So there goes. She has a wonderful dome. Where I grew up. Familiar with the sisters. Oh. Hmm. And the starry lady is the Raven Queen. And they're more alive. She's more alive than your gods. <laughs> what did you just say? It's fine. Dear. She's cheeky. I like that. Mm-hmm. I would like to speak with you more on these topics. You, you know much, and I... I am, and I say it's with all the affection in the world, she passes like a little bit. I'm the learned one. So, I let my husband deal with the swords, the blood, the war, the east, perhaps. What you're speaking of now deals with this very court. Perhaps, let's get back to what we know immediately, <coughs> which is infiltrator courts. Exactly. Not knowing which courts. As multiple you come people. come here because you know my my husband, my daughter, the, the the three aspects. Now you know me. Yes. This is after all called the court city, but there are other courts out there as well. It could mean any. Yeah. But you deal with all of them, correct? Correct. 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 So let's agree on one thing. I think that this is more for husband, daughter, and mother, of course. If the Alhoun is indeed infiltrating any court, this needs to be kept top secret, only disclosed to those that you absolutely trust. And this will be true for those of us in this room as well. Ekla? Absolutely. Nope. Oh no! Isn't there, isn't there a spell like exist that like makes the last hour or something foggy? Um, as a like mold memory, memory subtle, something yeah. like modified memory. Modified memory. That's it. Yeah. How does that work? Can we do that? I don't know if we have that. Any of us have that capability? Sorry, just yeah, this sidebar thing. Well, some of us might. Ah, that's what I'm saying. Like, no, I just I just thought about it. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I like how it ended. I'd love to just, that clearly happened in-game. Earth is like, isn't there something that can do something with the memory? And Norman's, Norman's like, oh yeah, there's something like that. And then he's like, like, modified memory? Never heard of it! <laughs> and just like, actually, you! I actually also love the idea that like, one night around the campfire, she told us she has this ability. And then, and then yeah, on that night, she's like, I'm gonna try it out. <laughs> I just would like to believe I, I actually like... told you guys every single night, and I was like, by the way, I can bring back the dead and modify your memory. Why haven't you told us? What is that? Boop, boop. I don't believe it. You're full of shit. Yeah, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you die? <laughs> no. If only we could bring back the dead. <laughs> oh god. No, sorry. Uh, yeah. So, okay. Uh, it just, just kills us every three days. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Modifies our memory just so we forget. Ooh, that's dark. As you said, there is merit to the clerics and the paladins here. 
truth spells, stone of truth, detecting magic, detecting thoughts Eklan can do. But others detected Eklan's thoughts. I'm sure we can find Casting a high level dispel on maybe everyone in this room in case there is some kind of hold on them. You have those capabilities, do you not? We do. Mm-hmm. We do. I think as my yourself. husband Boop. was implying, there are. Within this room is not an issue. That, that agreed, mm-hmm. can be done. Yes. But there are also wards against such things. Every something has a ward against it, and there are wards that can be put in place that make sussing out or even dispelling more difficult, especially if you don't know what it is that you are dispelling. Yes. So, we can go through every member of the court and cast four or five spells on them and ask them questions in, in a room, a venue where they will know very well that they are being questioned. Yeah. Or we can play the smart. And considering that only us seven here, eight, us eight here, Eklund, two, yeah, us three, okay. yeah, then five. Yeah. Us eight here know of this. Once we begin asking others to do such things, the information will spread quickly. Suicide act. Done. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, it would seem, and I, and I for one, can only speak for myself and my acknowledge how this probably makes me sound like suspect number one, but I, for one, trust the people in this room, at the very least. For all I know, any of you three are probably not, because I would be a little bit silly. I imagine that there's some degree of trusting us in this room, if you're going to tell us in this, this room. So, with that said, known and acknowledged, Let's focus our, our sight on this court first. <coughs> I think you are wise to come here first, not only for the connections you've made, but because when I hear courts, I think of this court too. I imagine even folk in the courts of Agarstone think of this court when they think of the courts. The world looks here first. It does. It does. Mm-hmm. There are 12 powerful families in this city. When she says that, um, Tash Capron goes, he has this very low, almost growl, like, not a growl, like a, like, like a sigh that comes off the growl just because of the way he talks. Like, <sighs> she goes, if I was going to infiltrate his courts, I would not be so close that it would be easy to be caught. I would be in impersonating or infiltrating myself or my husband would be, well, you might think smart, but I feel like it would be very dangerous, whereas infiltrating a member of the Dragonmarked families, the, the heirs, the matriarchs, the patriarchs, the first thing I would do, vastly rich, influential folk, many of them with small armies of themselves. Probably watched a little less but watched far less, far less. Valdemar is not even a dragon-marked clan. Mm-hmm. 
the lobby of Ashton Cabron's that my husband hails from. Those families are of these courts. Those families are synonymous with the courts. They have been in this city far longer than Valdemars, like myself and mother and so on, have been royalty here. Before there was a king and a queen, there were the Dragon Mart families. They go back, some say, to the very beginning of the court city. And since we're on the topic of giants and dragons, when I say the beginning, I think you three can understand what I'm referring to. Mm-hmm. She kind of like little gestures around the size of not this, but I guess you know, just the hint. The is, fact that we're it's built on top of a giant city. Exactly. <laughs> yes, yeah, subtle. Most <laughs> don't think of these things in the year 1775, but or four, but yet here we are, speaking of them as if they're. Not myths, but stories. Hmm. So, with that said, I have no means by commanding you, and I have no intent on commanding you, but I do think that finding the core of this corruption, we will be relying on you, and you'll be relying on yourselves. There's whatever help we can supply, of course, but if we start going around king and, king and queen, Asking questions, casting spells. She kind of looks at her husband, almost like apologetically, and he just just gritting his teeth. She says, "Means to say, it might not go well. Right. Subtlety is everything. And sometimes having three unknown fluster cluckers. Yes, can help. No much word. Yes." Very good. I, I've, I've not met many that speak their rapid tongue. Uh, I can pick up little things. things. Say well itself. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, again, if I. The best way to meet the royals, the nobles, the aristocrats within this city. Especially the twelve Dragon Mart clan, because I imagine there's some degree of urgency here. Because the longer this goes on, the longer, the more information will be divulged. Your stories are already probably passing through. Hopefully, small gossip now. Eklund, you did bring them by air. He said as much as, as I could. That will have to be enough, and we should distance ourselves. Then. We wouldn't take offense if you threw us in the break for a little while. No, no, no. Nothing nothing that extreme. In fact, the less that we... Can you not go two cities? Hey, imagine how nice they'd be here. The less that any know that you were here, that spoke, the better. Fine. So the gossip will already fly. No question about that. We can deal with gossip. We can just let it run its course here. We should find other ways. If I was going to meet the royals, the Dragon Mart heirs, in this city, it would be during the Tang Gala. Oh, is that soon? Yeah, Gala is kind of a word for us. Anyway, Gorga <clears throat> Nogata? Yeah, no, we, don't like, we don't like it that much. Just folks now, though. Not Faye. That we know. Well,. They're all fairies. We can have a little fun, yeah. (laughs) 
Galas, galas and feasts occur th- throughout the year in the court city as ambassadors, nobles, and dragon marked heirs wine and dine their relatives and associates. However, the Tain Gala is more of an institution here in the court city now. The Irtains, one of the most powerful families in the court city, though they are also not one of the twelve dragon-marked families, owns many of the towers that you saw in the center northern plateau, or not in the northern, the center highest plateau. Their wealth rivals even that of the Kundrak clan. The guest list of the Tame Gala defines the social order of the city, it is said. The families with permanent invitations to the Gala are the, the royalty of the city, the twelve dragon-marked families included in that. But in addition to these aristocrats and wealthy gentry, Lady Celeria Irtain does her best to invite a few unusual celebrities to entertain her guests. Artists, poets, and sometimes even adventurers. Aside from fantastic food and drinks, such guests receive generous gifts and a temporary increase in status in, in the city. At least until the next one, of course. You may as well be a celebrity at that point in time. Mm-hmm. An adventurer known to be a friend of Lady Celeria Irtain often receives invitations to other events or other forms of special consideration in the city. In other words, that's the place to be. But an invite is, of course, <coughs> required, and though my husband or I could very likely extend our own to you, we mark you as agents of the crown, draw suspicion, the exact opposite of what we were just discussing. So you'd like us to receive a invitation by our own volition? That would be, would be the way. I can, I can see if we can, perhaps we can manipulate and have another one sent. She looks at her husband and he's just kind of like totally <laughs> deer in the headlights. Swords? Blood? Background? <laughs> yeah, sorry. Give me swords? Mm-hmm. What do you think? Do you think this was? I I don't know how much we'll be able to speak of the well, those I, of us here going forward. I guess before we start, if it'd, be, it'd be nice if you could set us on the right trail at all. Of course. Like, the way I understood it from the notes Volo gave us is whoever this infiltrator was would be promoting the war. Promoting. So the way I see it... There's a house. I want to inside check everyone you are, because I'm just like... But I don't want to, like, do it to death. You know? Anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, inside check every word. Yeah, like, seriously. <laughs> like, I don't trust you now! <laughs> you said so funny! <laughs> <laughs> so, has there been any family or any dragon marked that you see have been aiming to push for the war, as opposed to some who maybe profiteer from it. Like your great-grandmother. Love the sweater you're knitting, by the way. Mm-hmm. Thank you. It's a uh, scarf. Scarf. It looks good. It is cold out there, after all. It is. Quite cold. <clears throat> You'll be pushing for peace. Pushing for peace? Or pushing for war. No, the ones that were pushing for, like I'm saying, instead of ones ah, like her. Sorry, I, sorry, I missed a step. That middle. Yep, sorry, I got mixed up because I started talking mm-hmm. to her. Yada yada yada. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Or 
Mm-hmm. He goes, yes. She looks at her husband, Potter, and says, oh. House Caneth is a house of, that has the mark of making. They are, uh, they dominate all form of manufacturing, both mystical and mundane. They have a streamlined forms of production to produce common goods, magic being a large component of that, and they make many magical implements. Weapons, perhaps? Yes, indeed. Wands, perhaps? I imagine so. And why would you suspect them? Only because I, I, I'm trying to think of a dragon-marked family that would benefit from a war. That I am going to insight check to see, like, why she's pointing, like, I essentially want to assess, like, why she's pointing out these families. Does it seem genuine? Or does it seem like a misdirection kind of thing? Sure. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so that'd be 24. Oh, 24. <laughs> that'd be bad. 18. Top wheels. Beat that! <laughs> Um, with a 24, I can tell you this. Um, it doesn't seem to be misdirection. You're looking for it, you're thinking, now nah, she's going to point me to someone that it, it's not going to be, I'm going to take everyone that she's not, but does, you don't get the impression. She seems genuinely thoughtful, like she hasn't thought of who would be stabbing them in the back as much as who would benefit from a war. Okay. Mm-hmm. And she then goes on to verbally explain, which might help or not. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's verbal, it's flat out, but she says, I- I'm merely thinking of which industries benefit. All you told us is that this mind flare is infiltrating. Infiltration does not necessarily mean impersonation. It Truth. means infiltration could be controlling. I know very little about mind flares, but the word mind is in their name. Yeah. I imagine they have power powers like Eklund here. Probably. So suggestions and manipulations could simply be what it is. Or perhaps yes. even some of that, an alliance. Yes. What if they are allied with the house Kenneth, who will benefit the most from creating Weapons and magical, sure, but also swords, shields, armor, they make everything. It could also be even one step further down the chain, if you'd like to go that route, and say, if that's the house that you would suspect first, that might be the house they would suspect first, and might even go with a house that would be completely off the radar, but trying to put pressure or influence on the house that would make the most benefit from which are, are you a little too far down the chain are but. you three familiar with the 12 dragon marked houses no would you like me to tell you of yeah. each I mean I think not would a lot helpful right? would you like me if, if, if you would like I can tell you what each family is the, the, the name of what they're known for I think that would be wise hard to know what you don't know you know <laughs> well, yeah, let's begin passage. with dear Eklund here. Eklund is of House Medani. Medani. And he bears the mark of detection. Detection. 
sharpens the, the, the powers of observation and intuition, allowing them to draw connections and interpret clues that others might miss. That's ah. why he's a very good one to have on our side, why he was sent to gather you and bring you here. Right, also, why he's been watching my daughter to make sure she does not go where she shouldn't. She hmm. was one time. One does not make that mistake multiple times, I don't think. The family are all half-elves. Half-elves. Then we have House Thrashk. The mark of finding. Yes, T-H-A-R-A-S-H-K. The mark of finding that they bear sharpens the senses as if guiding the hunter to their prey. Mm-hmm. They are the only Dragonmark family that is carried by two races, both humans and half-orcs. Half-orcs. They are the youngest of the Dragonmark houses. They haven't quite embraced all the customs of the others, and they're more split up into distinct clans. Yeah. Of course. You okay? If I'm going, going too fast, you want more information, please let me know. And she's just reciting this all from memory, and you can see as she's already like, Elspeth is like, oh, that's where she's like her mom who looks, but she's like her dad and everything else. And the um, queen mother has gone back to knitting her thing while listening intently, though, and occasionally softly correcting. Right there. Um, you guys, you guys are familiar. You, you three are at least somewhat familiar with House Vidalis. They bear the mark of handling. They are humans. And by handling, it gives their bearers a primal connection to beasts in the natural world, granting powers to calm and coax. They govern beasts, magical and otherwise. They are wardens of the, the wood, mm-hmm. if, you, if you've heard such terms before. They're also hunters. But many of the beasts, in fact, I'll go as far as to say all of the beasts that you see in the city have by some way, shape, or form or another connected with House Adalus. Not this beast. <laughs> Yet. Gotta <laughs> 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 make money somehow. That's B A D A L I S. Adalus. House hmm. Horasco. J O R. Oh, oops. A-S-C-O. One more time. J-O-R-A-S-C-O. Thank you. Mm-hmm. House Horasco is a halfling family. Kill them all. Yep, that's them. They're, they're the traitors. Found them. <laughs> that's all you need to I say. Hated short folk too. Better burn them out just in case. They bear the mark of healing. Oh, definitely. They save a life that they touch, restoring vitality and the will to live. Quilt? Jeez. They deal with mundane medicines, poultices, potions, and whatnot, but of course, magical healing as well. They might be worth a visit even if they're not suspect, just to see what you can learn, huh? I mean, that does sound pretty tanged up. I refuse to believe that you walked all the way into the second ring without seeing this symbol many times, and that is House Galanda. G-H-A-L-L-A-N-D-A. G-H-A-L-L-A-N-D-A. This is another halfling 
I'm like, oh shit, there's two of them. I guess but I make a fooling. <laughs> these these folk may not always have gold, but a halfling with the mark of hospitality is sure to be rich in friends. The I magic know. of this mark allows a bear to keep a place clean, heat, chill, and even season food. Helps them to connect with others. In other words, the reason why I'm confident that you saw this symbol many a time is because inns, bars, inns, bars, taverns, from the lowest of the low to the highest of, of the high in the Silver Lake District, almost all of them are bare of this symbol, or at least nothing erects without else Alanda knowing it. Right. Also, oh, no, that's supposed to get off. Yeah, that's best supposed to get off. House Canaf we were just just speaking of. They bear the mark of making. They got it, they get the mark guides or bears through any act of creation. It can mend broken things, it can create. This family has really created the industry. If any that I've spoken of so far, as you can see, they'd be the one to benefit from a war the most. Whether it be mundane swords and armor or magical implements. They make everything. Human. What are they made Human. up of? <laughs> then we go on to one more family that, that you surely are familiar with, or at least you, you've ridden their creatures. House Vidalis are responsible for bringing the griffins here and, and training them. House Orion, another human house bear the mark of passage, governs motion, allowing them to move with great speed, and they can even slip through space in the blink of an eye. It's like teleportation kind of stuff. Any sort of passage you can think of, be it ship, sky, land, or the ether itself. Bowel. Especially bowel. <laughs> right. Interesting. House Civis, a gnomish house, bears the mark of scribing, and they deal with communication, both the written and spoken word. And since you guys just had this conversation in-game like three days ago, and it's been, been two weeks for us, I will remind you that um, when you guys went to Earth, you were asking like, hey, um, hey, Al, do you have any magical things that we can talk more more frequently with people. He said, Back go go thing. to the thing and host <laughs> well, 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 you know, there. They would have that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the mark of scribing. Right. The mark of the, of the sentinel is another one that may benefit from more. Uh, that is a, a human house. The mark of the sentinel warns and protects. It heightens the senses and re- reflexes. That's the name of the house? Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry, I just didn't say it. House Denia. D-E-N, oh. I apologize. D-E-N-E-I-T-H. Okay, and that's the sentinel? Yep, mark of the sentinel. Warns, protects, heightens senses, and re- reflexes. They're always prepared for danger. House Denia. War flows in their veins. Blademark Guild uh, of that house has governed the mercenary trade in the entirety of Ceremonia and many other countries for centuries. 
And they're made up of humans. Humans. Okay, I'm a step outside. Beyond the battlefield of war, the Defenders Guild provides exceptional bodyguards for those who can afford their their services. They're renowned for their sentinel marshals, agents who hold the authority to pursue criminals and enforce the law across the lengths of Cermonea. If you you needed a person found, perhaps you would choose the mark of finding family. The mark of finding. Perhaps you would choose House Tarash. If you need a person brought, you would choose House Adenath. Again, these are the guilds and businesses that were many founded, and all of them run by these folk. The Mark of Shadow is an, an elven house that allows the elf to weave illusions, crafting magic to distract or delight. It allows its bears to sculpt shadows, making it easier to avoid detection. That shadow? The name of the house? It's actually, I think it was. It just says, oh, it's the Houses of Shadow. Yep, um... I think I'm, okay, uh, Fjarlund. P-H-I-A-R-L-A-N. And Thrash was one of the ones I missed in the beginning? Yes. Okay, perfect. Um, yeah, threw it in there. T-H-A-R-A-S-H-K. Young Hunters finding humans and half-orcs. It's kind of fun. Yeah, it's the one family that has both humans and half-orcs in it. Thank you. He's going the vocab, don't worry. The lands of House, House Fjarlin, known as the Demesnes, are the foremost centers of the arts in these nations here. Each folks on a specific artistic tradition, the written word, movement arts, music, martial arts, illusion, etc. What many do not know, and I will share with you here, is much of their artistic side and illusions outwardly are shown to delight, but in truth, they are used as assassins or spies. <laughs> Paintbrushed. <laughs> no. Interesting. What better way to be unintrusive? That's it. Mm-hmm. And they are elves. Elves. House Varandar. L-Y-R-A. N D A R. Are half elves, and they bear the mark of the storm. Storm. Wind and water welcome the half elves who carry the mark of storm, and some learn to call this power themselves. They rule the seas. Anything that has to do with with trade, even in other countries, to be hard-pressed to find that House Larandar has not had their hands in at some point in time in the last centuries. Trade, commerce, much of the movement from our continent to the, the, the more than one is done by them. They charge an exorbitant price. And for finally, we come to House Kundarak. K-U-N-D-A-R-A-K. They bear the mark of warding. Mark of warding helps its bears. Oh, this is a dwarven family. I apologize. Helps its bears protect things of 
of value. Using the mark, the dwarf can weave wards with mystic forces, provides a bear with an intuitive understanding of locks used to protect and seal. Let's just say if you want something safe, jewels, secrets, or even prisoners, the Kundraks are there to help. The Defenders Guild, are tra- they train locksmiths, security specialists, and more, and they even maintain the prison dreadhold, along with a number of smaller, smaller prisons. They are mostly known for the banking guild here. Yep, that makes sense. And Larandar, what were they? Were they half elves, or what were they? They were half elves. Okay. Larandar half elves. I apologize for the for the lengthy history lesson, but you had asked. Oh yeah, no worries. No, it's important information to know. If we're gonna go around accusing these folks of all manner of things, doesn't hurt to know who they are. It's true. It would be beneficial to know who to look for as well. So we'll have to find a way to either teach you what faces to look for, or at least what names to look for. That's important. Or have a way to introduce you. Ah, but no. As we were as we were saying, if we can if we sneak you into the Irtain or to the Tain Gala, on the grounds of the Irtain family, the very very peak of this city, <coughs> it won't do you as much good as being invited, being guests, special guests. Then you don't have to find these people; they will find you. If nothing else, it'll be almost impossible to spend the entire gala without all being introduced or hearing them in some way, shape, or form. Do you among you carry spellcraft or tactics that can suss out the truth of things or I can detect delve magic. into the minds to even detecting magic may be useful? I can detect thoughts. Very good. You can tell that um, Eklund kind of, kind of gives a little look over to you, like, hmm. Could be a fly on the wall. There are going to be many things. And I think, again, it comes down to you. Not alone, but in some ways. This, this will be a new kind of battlefield, I think. The question is how they get you an invite in. Do this competition tomorrow... Does it accept outsiders? Which competition? The wind festival thing. Oh, the race of, of eight winds. Fascinating thought. No, no. The, mm-hmm. the eight contestants come from the different districts of the Dura district. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an in- interesting thought, but I don't, I don't know. At which time, um, a mold Elspeth puts down her needles she goes, the best way to be invited to a party is to get to know the one throwing it. Yes. In this case, Saliria herself. Going directly to her and asking ill-advised, mm-hmm. or catching her interest as possible, especially now. And young man, you are hitting the nail on the head. The king queen, queen kind of looked confused, but she laughs and says, Have you two been so caught in your castle within a castle that you forget what is the talk of this city? The race of eight winds is tomorrow, and rumor says that Lady Celeria does enjoy herself some gambling, and their races are the, above any else, the place to do such things. 
know for a fact that the, the fact that the Irritane family, far before Silyria was even born, has box seats that they frequent for every single race. Not to mention the festivities afterwards, including gladiatorial games, another opportunity to win or lose some coin. Take her coin and you'll take her attention. Mark my words. Show her your wiles and your worth, your wit and your wallet. Offer your services. Satisfy her and your invite will be forthcoming. I swear, you youngsters are so caught up in your war to the east that you forget about the little wars happening right under your noses on a daily basis. But that is how I became the peacemaker. I listened to the whispers of the people rather than the shouts of my enemies. That makes sense. Uh, young Elspeth is beaming a smile. Selene grins, and the king sighs. <laughs> he goes, "Yes, mother, it is as you say." Selene sits back, being seen taking taking over the, the planning. Kind of, she's doing that thing where you, you can kind of like see her mind going and putting things together. She mm-hmm. goes, "Yes, yes, this could could work." <clears throat> so do we know anything about any of the racers in this thing tomorrow? If we're gonna make a bet, either make a bet or what is that's what the sounds that we want to win? Yes, I'm also curious about the gladiatorial. Yeah, we would know well. you would win that one if outsiders are allowed in that. We just yes. throw him in. Pick him up, throw him in. I mean, outsiders. Outsiders are indeed not only allowed but encouraged. Perfect. That. There are st- statistics on the new race of eight, eight wins. The jockeys and the beasts are the same each time, at least for years. Mm-hmm. So you can track their statistics and their different numbers and, and the, the winners and the losers and, and, all, and all of that. I think more important than winning is gathering the attention. And Exoria, is it? Correct. Do you have any practice in courtly settings? Some. And do you carry on you appropriate dress and funds to pass off as, as a highborn? Ooh, depends on how much stomach highborns usually show. Also, how much horn? Just enough. <laughs> oh, that won't matter. Oh, I, I apologize. I that was left. Side, the the Irtain family are tieflings. Irtain, as the the Tain Gala, oh. as the Irtain family, not one, not one of the twelve Dragonmarks families. But the mm-hmm. Gala you're trying to get invited to. Don't get me wrong, I don't care. Just usually people stare, and it's a thing. I don't know. Actually, that's not that is precisely thing. why I I hate to make such a physical recommendation, but Celeria Irtain is quite. Young and is a tiefling herself, and she is flush with funds and wealth and power. I think she would bond with one that is closer to her in these things than one who is not. If you can look the look and talk the talk, mm-hmm. I think it's less important that you win more than you gather Play the game. attention. Mm-hmm. 
place a, do my best. Place a modest bet on a safe horse. Okay. She may not not care. Place an exorbitant bet on one that may even lose. Maybe even has the statistical chance of losing the most. Exactly. I will leave the details up to you, mm-hmm. of course, but these are the ways, I think. As for the gladiatorial games that take place afterwards, perhaps that is something that your friends here would be most beneficial to. It is a two-versus-two competition. I suppose. A three-fight bracket. Who are you going to fight with? <laughs> uh, yes, I was uh, thinking Elspeth. Uh, oh, Elspeth! If yes! I can, I? <laughs> can I? At the same, same time, they, they both go, No! <clears throat> it would uh, defeat the purpose. You already the, died uh, once, did, didn't you? It didn't stick. No. She got better. No, only live once. <laughs> she smiles sweetly at her father. And it would also give us a connection which we don't want. But no, that was um Well I mean you're strong and I can be a spectacle. That's true. And I'll wash and drink wine. Perfect. I love this plan. Well that's where the betting comes comes to. I'm if you bet on these no name people again. No offense to, to this. Ah, gotcha. She's dead to me. Alright, we can finally go have the fun we've always wanted. Yeah! <laughs> Let's go kick some ass. I'm down for this plan. Since Smartest queen be, I know. Since you will be new to the city as well, I care not if the three of you travel together. They're your bodyguards. They can even sit with you as you take, take stage with, with Lady Irritan in the box office. Watching, or not the unboxies watching the race. Gather her attention so she knows who you are. Find her by happenstance in the gladiatorial games where your bodyguards will no longer be there. Confidently place a bet. I don't know how much, how confident you will be. That's, I know very little about you folk, but I can imagine from all the stories you've told me, quite adept. She can fake it till she makes it. I I've usually done twice. do. <laughs> 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 I just love how that actually almost flew under the rain. I'm excited to hear it. I've done twice. <laughs> <laughs> See, Mom, Dad, we died twice. <laughs> the point here is, of course, winning some, some gold is always a good thing, but the point here is less of that, it's more gathering the attention. So we get this invite, and we can, what, talk to all these fine folk at the shiny party and try to suss out who, if any of them, are the worm we're looking for? Oh, who are under-influenced? Under the influence? I think that's true. Eklund will be an important step in this as well. He can be the the in-between between you three and us. No problem stepping on Eklund. Mm-hmm. He is, after all, a Madani. That's true. When's the last time you've been to a gala? I'd rather not go, but of course I, I will. It's been some time. Well, then again, I don't want you four to go together by any means, but you would have a degree of backup there that knows this. I wish we could tell more, but again, the more we tell, the more it spreads, and the more it spreads, the more you, you get knives in your back as you sleep. I Mm-hmm. I mean, how he sleeps. 
old knives. Is there anything we should know about the gladiatorial event? Any rules or regulations? Gladiatorial event is fairly straightforward. Um, It's not overly large, but Mm -hmm. large enough for those who have enough coin to to throw at it. I assume no death. Death is absolutely out of the picture. Good. As it, it, it is, the fight ends at if you fall unconscious. Incapacitation. Incapacitation, or if you surrender. Many surrender before it comes, or forfeit, mm-hmm. I should say. Before it comes to that point, those that are more stubborn, as they fall, then the judge, it will be called. Death is strictly forbidden. Those such accidents do happen, of course. In addition to that, um, since the bout, since a contestant, a gladiator, is done at falling, there is no healing once one has fallen to prolong the bout. <laughs> so, magics, spellcraft, weapons, anything you have at your disposal is absolutely allowed. Wonderful. I suppose the restriction would be stay within the bounds and don't kill and don't hit the launchers. <laughs> oh, makes sense. I do sincerely apologize. This is a tremendous amount of information that you've given to us, and then I've just divulged a tremendous amount to you. I'm sure your minds have are racing. Have to do. Every fiber of my Valdemar blood wants me to offer you a room in Castle Sassent or the or my mother's estate or or anywhere. But I think it best if you left via other means. Yes. In fact, we might want to get them. He looks at Eklund and he says, I can get them very quick, quickly and silently to the Palaneum. Good. Eklund will take you by teleportation circle to where most people would teleport into the city again if they have the funds and the, the means, which will do good things to make you immediately seem important. This race is tomorrow. Race mm-hmm. is tomorrow, yes. Okay. Which means this whole shebang is tomorrow. Yes. What? Well, not the gala. Not the gala. That's ongoing. But yes. Oh, the gala is, is, is the first far of every month. First far. So you have a couple weeks before that. So you have some time, but yes, the race... Oh, we have a few weeks before the gala. Before the gala, yes. But mm-hmm. the, the race is tomorrow. The gladiatorial bouts are tomorrow. So our chance to get invited is tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Again, I think I think what will happen is Lady Salerio, you'll gain her attention first, then you'll gain her interest second, then you'll have to gain her trust and her her favor. Her favor, thank you. And that will be when she when you offer your services to her and she has you do something. What that would be, I don't know. And this is all if this does not work, there are other things that we can try, of course. We're not going to, to give up. But I do believe the Tain Gala is the best place to be and being invited will be easier and better for you than sneaking in. So. And I can assure you we do have a talent in this group that can hit celebrity level. Earth is quite good at dancing. I was going to say. Footsteps are silent, so I can only imagine so. You wouldn't believe it. It is so graceful. Also, what is that nonsensical thing on, on your head? Mm-hmm. I've been intrigued this. It's his brain. He got hit a little hard. <laughs> <laughs> 
exobrain. Oh, always. Oh, okay. Well, then, yeah, she does say say <coughs> Universal translator, and I'll just flick it. <laughs> oh, buddy. Most likely. So it likes kind of. <laughs> says in Elvish. Are you sure that's true? I'm absolutely sure. Interesting. She says in Infernal. <laughs> Very. Indeed. Absolutely. Oh my. Well, that that could have been just, no, it's, it's fine. I don't know why you lie, lie now. It is mm-hmm. a whimsical device. He only lies when it's relevant to him. I'll say in Infernal also. <laughs> just never. Mm. So with that, that said, it is evening. You have time. And I wish to offer you more, but every moment that you're in here is more than the gossips out there are going on. Right. Especially given the fact that we sent people out. Still beneficial, I think. Still beneficial. Seeing how the conversation went. But I don't want you to go. Because in hindsight, people saw you enter. And so we you must disappear. You must exit. You don't want to disappear. Eklund, that won't. Exit on the portation day. <sighs> what if you left in a fluster? Would that get us more of a gossip around town, more eyes on us for the big bet, or would that just... I don't want you to be bound to us, though, or tied to us. Mm-hmm. Even if it is as enemies? That's what I'm saying. It's not bad. It's not bad at all. Sip, we're like upset about our meeting with you. Yeah. yeah, you go tromping out, throwing things. Just you know, your sure usual you have, tantrums. <laughs> just make sure you have a good reason for us so when the questions come, because they will come, make sure you have a good reason for it. And if you refused three unknown people, one of them a bard looking for favor in your court for a permanent residence? Is that who you're going, is that the persona you're going with, with, with this, what's her name? I already forgot. She is legendary and learned from the Lord of the Dance and Song of the Feywild. I mean, Felicia, Felicia Goldhip. I'm fine with Felicia Felicia saying if that's the plan, then I think. Because I think that would give us the easiest in at the gala to attract people. If we can find a bar, a high profile bar. Even if they are inflated, people believe that they're, oh yeah, I understand, you're insulted. And if we can find a high profile bar, have you perform maybe even tonight? Could do that. Then that would also give talks. Are you? Are, are you? I say this with care. Do not take offense. I have not heard heard you perform. You She's good enough. Confident? I have twinkle, twinkle, little star down pat. <laughs> Holy yeah. crap! With her toes, it's quite the show. You should really see mm-hmm. it. <laughs> Find the drunken dragon. Drunken dragon. It is high up. Frequented by adventurers and aristocrats and nobles and those that have a lot of gold to spend. This would be a place that you have to spend some gold yourself. Again, this is all part of it. By the way, where are my manners? Husband, have, have we agreed on? He goes, Gold? Yeah, well, we, have, we have that. 3,000 gold to each, to each of you for your services thus far. We are honored. Thank you very much. We hope that you will continue for this angle for whatever business, and we will offer more gold as time goes on. Right. I believe there is also talk of offering your uh, vote of confidence, maybe, if it came to dealing with my 
pass with Agarstone. My service here was yada yada. You remember that? Okay, I was like... <laughs> yes, perhaps we can need to discuss that after the... after the queen. Just want to make so sure... Tell, I can tell he's very antsy. Now. He wants to go look up things about the scrolls and war. He wants to start <laughs> making the walls and shit. He wants to do shit. Um, I can get two. I can bite this. So, because says... I'm sorry. I trust that you have dress, but perhaps I can off- offer you a few. One for tonight, one, one for tomorrow, and enough. That would be greatly appreciated. I think um, we have the ability to get you a good number quite quickly. She looks at her daughter, who's like, oh yeah, she, she can take any of them. <laughs> she goes, is that the third day in a row? Well, I don't leave, so it doesn't really get dirty. <laughs> C- come with me, if you will. Stands, stands up and walks past you guys and says, It is wonderful to meet you. Speak with Eklund if you must speak to us, to me. Um, perhaps we can even procure a orator's quill. Perhaps a way to com- communicate written that could be. I was thinking that as well. Or something else, whatever the house Civis can provide. How Civis. That's exactly what I'm, what I'm thinking. We wonder one anyway. Perhaps it's actually best for you to go. Now, there is a magical implement store. Again, assuming you have the funds for such things. There's a magical implement store <laughs> shop. Does this mean we're going without you? Is that why you look so nervous? <laughs> well, no, because you guys don't have the box. Oh, yeah. Well, that's why we have to take our money before we leave, because you're going... Wait, you're staying and going dress shopping, right? It won't take it won't take, take long at all. Okay, so we're just, we're still leaving together. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought she was insinuating. I was like, oh, wait, but our plan was okay. put it in, in the box. The, the district of <laughs> Silvergate, on the in the upper districts, there's the crystals of Denion. It is a shop, a magic shop. I'm quite confident you you can you can procure an Order's quill made by House Civis. There you can purchase just a single one, or you can purchase them in pairs. Let you decide what you will based on the funds that you have and what we have to still get to you as well. Of course, while I'm bringing bringing young young Astoria to get her dresses, um, would you mind? And Wyden looks like he's happy to do some some something. He goes, yes, yes. Urfa, I'd like to speak with you, actually. Oh, shit. Please. And he exits a different way. And the queen begins to take you. Elspeth comes up and grabs you around around the arm. Ah, hello. Hey. Do you you want to walk uh, grandmother home with me? Yes, I'd be delighted. Wonderful. Oh, and one more thing. Terrible idea. Uh, Lord Ash Kevron. On the war front, I don't know if you are aware of the feud between dragons and giants, but there is a feud between dragons and giants as far as we know. Or was. Or was. And so if it comes out that there are multitude of these dragons, perhaps seeking aid with the giants of the north, if they still exist, that might be an angle to go for. 
the enemy of my enemy is my friend then. Exactly. In that case. But if the old stories are to be trusted, the old myths that still exist, mm-hmm. that would be inviting a lion into your house to get rid of possums. Potentially, yes. But I thought all options should be on the table. Understood. And I, it is appreciated. Your counsel is appreciated, all of you. Mm-hmm. Forgive my own attention span. My mind is now on many other things, but... You have lots of fair and good. Thank you. Thank you. Anyway, we're off to grandmother's house. He exits this way with you following if you choose. Mm -hmm. No guards, just exiting that way. Eklund seems unsure what to do. I'll look over my shoulder and go, woof, woof. You gonna be a good boy and come with? (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna gonna toss you the other uh, sending stone of the pair that Mm -hmm. I have just in case things get away. Mm-hmm. Heal. Though should I not be seen with the princess? So we're not. We're not going far. I mean, I can also disguise if needed. As why? My job is not is to yeah. make sure that the princess stays safe. So I will join you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because I also have to be seen leaving. So yes. So he. Uh, you, so you went out the way that you came, mm-hmm. and you two are going up and over, and we'll take a break there. Sounds good. Uh, all right.